but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. G'day there, Mugs. It's that time of week again. You've got the Moz, you've got the Bean, you've got the beautiful Eagle Farm track, Line in Wake. Tell you what, mate, is it good to be back on the airwaves again or is it good to be back? Mate, back at headquarters, which is um, exciting. It actually raced, um, we were there yesterday, obviously on the Wednesday, so it's got the quick backup. So this will be a um, be a test to see where they come. I think um, I think you and I were tearing our hair out with a few of your tips yesterday that um, they sort of hugged the rail, which... Yeah. About four lanes wide from, or four lanes off the rail appeared to be the superior ground from a few of the winners. So, um, bit of a, bit of a few missed opportunities there, but, um, yep, back at the, back at the surface for the, the Stradbroke surface. And it's leading into, got a listed race this week, which is good. A few of the big boys are back. So it should be, um, it's actually not a bad card. Yeah. And we'll obviously touch on that open race, but the rail pretty much back to the true as well. Half a meter out. It yep. was, uh, it was seven and a half out there on Wednesday. So I think the rail was, poison there Wednesday which is going to lead me to believe mate you want to be pretty much greyhound in this rail on Saturday there as well as you sort of stated mate some jockeys win in a position and then decide the next race let's just completely ignore that and see what we can do from here so I think that's what we're we're looking at on Saturday it's going to be a good the weather's beautiful up here 11.38 mate so an early start and the two-year-olds go around in race one, 1,000 metres. So that's what we're probably going to be looking for here. Ones that show a little bit of early toe um, and can probably put themselves into the race. Mate, you've got a $2 two-year-old favourite in Dubussy or Dubussy, however you want to proclaim it. Um, Robbie Frad, Toby and Trent, Benton Express there at 5 bucks there for Bailey. And uh, year old stepping out from trials for the first time. What are we doing? Um, yeah, I'm, I've stuck to the system again. This the tried and tested system that seems to keep working for us, and that's um, something on the rails or close to, and off a couple of okay trials. So I'm, I've I've actually um bit of a spoiler, but I'm um, the old oh day yard. If they have a good day on Saturday, Elliot's going to have a pretty good. Well, Bean's going to have a pretty good day on Saturday. Right. Um, I've planned on Vanton Express. I just can't take the. I don't like the poison odds. If odds on for a first starter to me is just to put a line through. You need some sort of value. So the second in betting there for me is the one to be on Vanton Express. Um, it's. I think it's had two seconds in two trials, and I'm just trusting the jockey and the stable here to get the job done. Yeah, mate, I'm <laughs> I'm coming in hard with you there as well. And big shout out to Bailey. He's one of our biggest yep. fans. We've got to send him a t-shirt one day. Um, but Correct me if I'm wrong, Big Bells, if you are listening, but this might be his first Saturday back uh, riding since he sort of come back. So I know he's been doing a bit of the, the provincials and the – but, mate, good to see the big fella back in town, and you're right. I'm thinking the hoisted runners, they do show a little bit of early toast. So I know yep. trial, uh, trial form's not be a lendor, mate, but barrier one, that would be the plan of attack, to use it to its full advantage – and if we think that grass is going to be superior there on the rail, yep. then boom, that's where you want to be. So we could be in for a nice little early fill-up. A tasty start to the day, that one. <laughs> um, yeah, simple as that, mate. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Um, <laughs> so big bales, get us off to a fly, mate. No pressure because if not, we're probably going to double down here in, in race number two because he's on Stellar Magic. 
Um, and Stella Magic Mates, look, the form just screams out here. It's split military gambler, Star Tontes, who were pretty damn impressive last weekend. They're running the Quinella again. Um, you're getting $2.30. I guess it's the, the case of the unknown with some of these other two-year-olds, whether they're a bit better than we think or you can have a give run first up, mate. But I think it's pretty straightforward here from my end. What about you? Yeah, well, I mean, I was backing in a Hushu last start, which I think was the second to, um, what's that? The dolly. Sweet Dolly. Yeah, the Sweet Dolly form lines yeah, up. So you mentioned Startente as a military gambler, which sort of franked the form last weekend. I, I'm not crazy about the... <laughs> Not crazy about the price, but um, I mean, I think you're getting two thirty even now, so that's probably almost a bit of value, really. A two two dollars ten was probably a little short, but I think yeah. Bailey could just go bang bang here, and we could um could have a quick double up for the O'Day yard. Nice way to start the day. Ten dollars. Thank uh, you for the all up. Yeah, thank you very much, Bailey. Yeah, man, we'll definitely be sending you something after this weekend, mate. Get in <laughs> line, um, and you're and I well, I was on seller last uh, last start, mate, and they backed it like. There was yeah. no tomorrow. So there's obviously a little bit of opinion about the horse as well, which is always a good push. Um, but, mate, on to race three. And we keep moving because we get to the big and that's the Chris Waller army over the mile and then over yeah. the 2,200 in the race. Yeah, after. it is. But being at 85, <laughs> the mile start, mate. I mean, you've got a, a horse like Guise, which just always screams on the best horse in this race, but it looks like a genuine soft tracker. Slow hands, you could probably say the same for who's second in the market there at five bucks. And yep. even JJ Dar, mate, I mean, does his best running over the soft to sort of uh, soft cut in the ground. And the list goes on, word for word, just disappointment after disappointment, mate. I'm not really jazzing this up, but we've got to have a winner. Yeah, mate, I think the winner here is, um, I think the winner, the, the on top are carrying the top weight. I think it's unbiased here. Um, it comes to this going narrowly down between Kubrick and Walking Flying. Um, a few others came through this similar race. It was just too far back. I don't know if you've j- jump on, check the replays, but it came from almost Stone Motherless last and had to duck and weave through Huxtable Sticks. We get the one and a half kilo claim again. Um, I just think you need to be taking the value against a couple of these. I mean, you've mentioned this sort of it's kind of the non-winners handicap and unbiased whilst it's not done it yet this prep I think it's coming to it's got up to the, it's had one run at the mile be rock hard fit um, does its best work on a good track which a few of the others are susceptible and I mean who knows with the shifty eagle farm surface we could be um it could it could be soft conditions even though it says good for so I've, I've settled on unbiased mate I think it just um gets the run of the race mate glad uh glad you pointed unbiased out there because I didn't read unbiased out in a little little couple of previews there but Mate, the mugs, they don't need to watch these replays because us here <laughs> at Mugs Punting, this is why we do the mug book. And, of course, Unbiased was one of our marked runners from a couple of weeks back. Now, look, I know you jumped the gun here. I did sort of shout out that I thought this horse might be set for sort of 2,000 metres, but he meets a field here that's pretty ordinary. That's, uh, that's why we're going to make a really strong case for this fella to go on top there. At the mile, he probably wants a little bit further still, but you know, when when we pointed out the top three in the market are probably softer wet trackers, and we're gonna get something that's hard. This yeah. horse knows no other way than to to run a bottle of there on a good track. So, mate, I'm on board with you there. And we've got three from three here on level. Yeah, this is scary. <laughs> 
could be uh, it could be huge, but hopefully with unbiased. I mean, we're still getting value six bucks. I mean, it's been yeah. a bit of movement, but if we can get three from three there, sets up the day for a uh, a really big one. And, the others uh, just the others just don't win over the mile as well. Like through going through the no, form, they it. just they just don't like the mile either. Like unbiased, actually, you know, track and distance or track and distance. It's got a third. And it it handles the the trip. A few of the others are just like six seven starts apart from slow hands but um yeah the other two okay. the two waller runners like i mean he's a genius but they just don't like the mile <laughs> no that's it and I'm, I'm more than happy to rule a line out of most of these waller runners most weeks because i just i just feel he just doesn't play similar but i guess he's doing that something right um but even slow hands mate you i mean took me a bit to to tip unbiased on top but last start steph i don't know what the hell she was doing with it um it's a get back run on horse and she tried to push it to lead like the cleaner did a few years ago. So be interesting to see if, if that was deliberate or it, uh, it was a bit of a big cross. Let's get back to basics this week. So they're probably top two from mind anyway, mate. Um, and look, we, you're going to need some money, mate, because <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, Let's just say, look, it's the, the annual weekly invitational handicap extraordinaire that is the BM78 Chris Waller 2200-meter dash. Joymaker, Stardome, Kimpembe. I mean, that's two Waller runners and one of Bean's all-time nemesises, which, mate, kudos to you. You jumped off last start. You're getting back on. That's the question the mugs want to know. No, mate, I'm steering clear again. Um, I actually reckon there's one that's crazy overs in this race. Um, I mean, Burn jumps off Joymaker. They probably want to get the claim, I guess. So that's probably the push there. So he obviously can't. He obviously isn't getting the three kilo relief. So I don't think if you think that's a push, I don't think that's there's too much there. Um, I've settled on Southern Swing, actually, for the Matt Dunn stable. I think um, it comes to this after a pretty brutal sort of heavy run latest in a small field at the GC. It was just having to do all the work. There was an absolute bottler just running a running a pretty bold race out in front and it pretty much brought the pack up and then the horse tacked on at the end, just rounded them up and went bang. And it was a pretty soft win in the end. Um, it, before that, it um, it had a prior prior beat. It beat um, Fast Train, which has come out last week at Ipswich. Oh, no, this week at Ipswich and, um, and got the win. I think it was my only winner at Ipswich when I did the card for that day. So happy to take that form on board. And I just think... Um, Draws the inside ground, which is probably going to be the place to be still in race four. It'll be on pace or leading. Um, and I think at $16.460 in a field that is, um, it's 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 a pretty tough race. I'm, I'm going for the value here. I just think, um, yeah, Joymaker's just unbackable at the moment, the way it sort of bobs up and then... Well. Mate, it's don't don't mate. We don't we don't have enough time. All right. So look, just just nip it in the bud there, okay? We'll save it for another special edition. Um, mate, this year, right? This field is absolutely it's tough. <laughs> to put this, um, but I don't really know if it is. Uh, well, we have even have a look. I mean, Steph Thornton is riding Chief Command, which is at one hundred and fifty-one dollars to one. Which, yeah, just this this field just screams head against the wall. I'm going for a bit of value too, mate. If you look one down from Southern Swing, you'll see Abilady there at, uh, at $21 <laughs> as well. So last start, just probably didn't go a yard. Well, back to the mile on the soft is probably just the, the in-between run that they needed. The start put this field to bed pretty much there at Eagle Farm over the 2,200. So 
it might just be a case that she's a she's a two thousand meter plus horse. The difference is I'm getting twenty one dollars <laughs> for her, um, and you're getting four dollars for Joymaker. Um, yeah. And beat her fair and square last time, so the value is obviously there. They must have known there was a bit of coin for her that day. Hopefully, some of the mugs can jag twenty one before she gets backed into four dollars and goes under. Hey, okay? how it works. <laughs> it's beat, gets beat the lift on the line. <laughs> yeah, mate. Well, that's it. And to be quite fair, we want to probably get the hell out of race four as quickly as we can as well. So, mugs, that's your that's your early quarter, and uh, by popular demand. Um, Actually, we didn't get any feedback, but this week as well, Mugs, day two of the championships, we're going to have the split podcast again because we we had a lot of fun just sort of divulging those races last week. And, mate, you had a you had a bit of a blinder. Cascadian, uh, not Moanga, what's it, Animo? Animo, yeah, a couple of the um... – <laughs> There was a bit of money for old Cascadian too. I didn't. I didn't take yeah. the early um seventeen dollars, and I think it won at about what, nines or something like that in the end. So, I think a few car fans perhaps um must have turned up at Royal Ramwick and started emptying their wallets into the um into the J Car sensation. So yeah, no, that was a pretty good win in the end. Yeah, mate. Now low key flying at both yourself and Jamie. So let's see if you can jag fifty <laughs> percent of them this week. I think the mugs will be pretty happy, mate. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get stuck into that later, there, mugs. But race five. We've got a bit of a cracker here. Yep. We've got the listed race, the Daybreak Lover. Um, and, of course, this is British Lines into the Winter Carnival mug. So this is where, look, if you just listen to us carry on every week for a bit of banter, good on you. But this is where you want to start watching these races because come group one time up in Brizzy, we want to be picking every winner we can. Um, and, mate, you might have you might have seen uh, – I put a video up there last night. It was, yeah, the yeah. Day Yard – with their concerns last start with Got a Kiss, who you're getting 350 again. Is that enough to convince you to have another go, mate, or is it just worry, worry, worry? Um, oh, it's probably a bit of a concern. I've noted it. I do have um I do have on top Got a Kiss. Um, I'm concerned about Apache Chase, obviously, because it beat it. I think it was last prep in the group three Vorogue by one, oh, just over one and a half lengths, I think. So that's obviously a concern. It'll be the one to beat. But if Wolf Moon goes out there and does carry on with Apache Chase out in front, I don't think um, it's going to get its own way. And got a kiss, assuming the white blood cell count is down and there's no further issues there. Um, Steph Thornton keeps the right. I don't think that's any issues. I mean, Steve sort of mentioned in that brief thing you posted that, um, you know, there was a bit of a query there. So you put a line through that and just stick with the form. And I mean, the second to Rothfire on the JJ Atkins last prep about this time <laughs> last year just is monster. So I, yeah, I can't get off. And I think 350 is probably almost value in a pretty small field really yeah it's it's just going to be the trust game isn't it you yeah. trust that the trainers know what they're doing and sending yeah. her to the races at the right time uh look mate I'm, I'm jumping on the wolf here i'm going to be the official start of the bandwagon club here for wolf moon because he he reps the alligator blood see <laughs> mate I'm, I'm that far done with alligator blood and alan colors um and just think that uh, there is a fair bit to this this young horse wolf moon so the thing that sort of got me over the line there was its last start win was super impressive um over the mile so it's obviously going to be probably ideal getting up in trip but it put away older horses that day um and i'm talking you know word for word who lines up the start before but mashiki keeps running well 
I think that was a bit of a test of the toughness of this horse, and he absolutely toyed with them. So a lot of these other horses with that streak, they've been running against you know their own age, their own sex, and whatnot. So I'm looking for a bit of an edge, and the Wolf Moon, who is probably going to sit off Apache Chase if if Apache Chase doesn't, um, well, if just pings the lids, but he can lead as well <laughs> if, uh, if she doesn't quite get there. So. Yeah, Wolf Moon on top for me for in the Daybreak Lover, which is exciting to see these boys and girls go around. Yep, second best race today, I reckon, that one. Yeah, 100%, mate. Uh, is it day, mate? A class three at set weights uh, with 47 horses going around. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, mate, this is not this is not the race, but, but, no. but we will hopefully we found one here anyway. But, well, this is tough. Well, I don't really know if I have, to be honest. It's, it's $7 the field. Um, you got leadership spill and all to do your top two in the market there. Uh, look, in gear lines up again, mate, costly to punters, contemptuous and explosive quality. They go through the mud book, mud book that we identified last time, mate. And the list goes on. It's pretty much, as we say, give me your gut feel, mate, make somewhat of a case for you. Maybe some of the mugs believe you. Maybe it wins. Yeah, I've, I've stuck with Contemptuous. I actually did want to back Hidden Eyes, but from 18 in this field, I just can't be doing that over the 1,200. So another O'Day Nordeft runner for me here. Um, like you've said, it was in the mug book. It was absolutely flying. I'm screaming out for the 1,200. It gets the big wide open Eagle Farm track. And from 10, I think Bailey can sort of, if he wants to sit back and come around him, he can. But if he wants to push up and sort of hold a position, maybe two or three back, one out, he can as well. I think it gives him all the choices in the world. He knows what he's doing, so we don't need to give him any tips there. And I just think um, at at the price, you want to be having a bit of a play on one that's um, a bit of value because they did sort of run on yesterday at Eagle Farm. And I think we might see a bit more of that. It, the last few weeks prior been a bit leaderish, but I don't think... I don't think you'll see leadership spill just run them ragged out in front and bolt in at $6. I think um, there'll be a few coming late. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more with you there, mate. And I think you're right. There's just plenty of pace in this race as well. And, and what I like about Contemptuous during, uh, during 10 is, you're right, it's just going to have the room to peel out and make a go of it. So that's always sort of been this horse's issue is just that weaving through fields. You know what you're going to get with this horse um, and it's all just going to come down to going to be in the right spot. Pace is going to be there to be able to run them down. And you're, you know, at $11 each way, it's a pretty good little play there to kick off the quarter and jag us a bit of value and uh, get the Bailey Nordeth train back on track. Back on. All right, mate. So we get to the big boys here and big girls. An open handicap, which leaves a little to be desired. Let's be honest. Um, Bit of an ordinary field, really. Yeah, I just had to sort of reread the race there. I was like, surely this isn't an open handicap, but yes, it is. Anyway, well, Junction's your favourite. And say $2.90 for a horse that hasn't won for a good couple of months is a little bit of a dare in itself. Um, but when you look at the top weight, get stuck in <coughs> here, an open handicap. I'll tell you what, this is a bit of a headbanger kind of work here as well at the great eagle farm yeah i'm i'm surprised junctions come out on top here at two dollars eighty really in terms of pricing um i just can't be with it at that price i think it's a massive risk um epic girls been going okay for me but you'll have get stuck in fighting to 
and probably Junction taking up the running. I actually think Banjo's voice is a bit of a miss. I mean, So You Win as well just doesn't win first up, so that's straight up put a line through it. Um, Banjo's voice, though, for that Donna Grisdale yard comes up. I mean, it's come up from down south. It's had a win at the Gold Coast. Before that, it was in pretty good form. It has a second where it's beaten home legwork who um, was in the, you know, the highway handicap sort of fairly, fairly well in the market there. Um, it flies on a good surface, should be just in behind the pace and off them from barrier five. And it's, it's the one that provides not only a bit of value, but you know, a, a, the, the price is about a few of these others just, are just, it's, they're just massive unders. So I've got to go with the value $10, $2 a the place. And I'm having to play there. I reckon Banjo's voice is overs. Yeah, man, I'm looking there. I'm looking down the same barrel of the shotgun that you are here. I'm going back to the well with Love You Lucy again. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, I, I thought about it and I had to steer clear there. <laughs> I'm just going to put this girl down as a dry track Eagle Farm horse, which is what we're going to get on Saturday. So it's heavy nine. You could put, probably put a pen through that. Um, there was a bit of support for her last start and Vanagirl just toyed with him there, but that was a soft there at Dooman, which probably doesn't suit her racing style. <laughs> yeah. Eagle Farm, big spacious track. There's going to be plenty of speed on there with the, the top two in the market. Um, from barrier one, she's just going to sit and watch. It's just whether she just wants to sit and watch or she wants to sit and win, which is the big <laughs> hit, um, which she does doesn't do enough. But, hey, she's a group three winner, which is uh, one more group three than I've won and run. So I'm going one more time. And again, $10 each way. It's probably not a bad way to play. And we've got we've got eight in the eight in the field here. So you're actually going to get a an each way price if those favorites just decide to win for some reason. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, mate, this is the race that I think you're tingling for. <clears throat> yep. A listed race. So Brizzy, we're back. We're getting two listed races here, mate. So it'll be good atmosphere down there at Eagle Farm. Um, and you've got some big guns really stepping out here over the thousand. So, well, Muggs, if you're listening to this tonight, uh, we're going to, Moz has actually gone through a bit of a, a barriers review. So wanted to touch on one that was super at the barriers. I think everyone's sort of seen it anyway, but that was, have a little read through that report. Um, but we're talking Stradbroke season here, brother, brother, brother. Master Jamie, he's in the field. Yep. Um, and you've got Zoni that was a head scratching run last start. Kylise keeps going under at the odds. And La Palmier absolutely pulled our pants down. Thousand metres first up. Can some of these big guns return to the winning circle, mate? Yeah, mate, they can. The biggest gun in this field is the big top weight. Um, it's got Red Hot Rod on board. I think Vega 1 is crazy priced. At, I think $5 it was last night. Um, there's plenty of pace here with uh, Master Jamie, La Palmier, Iconic Star, Carlise. They should all lead them off. Um, Vega 1 can sit just off them. It gets the best job probably in the state right now in Rod. Um it has a pretty good first up record, loves this track and trip. And with Pizzoni has probably the best closing splits of the field, but I just, uh, jury's out for Pizzoni. It could come out this week and absolutely make me look like a fool and good on the Golan Yard if it does, but it just did not look right last start. And that is a massive query. So trusting Vega one will be primed and ready to go. Runs on the board, best horse in the race should be winning. It's, it's how it seems, doesn't it? I mean, Pizzoni, look, I think it, I think it pulled up a little bit lame, but in saying that, how can you trust a horse to be, to not like that as well. But Vega one, mate, zip from five first up. Does that give you any worries? 
That's, I think it's all right. I think, yeah, I think the, the form's probably not there, but um, uh, I'm just not trusting. That, yeah, I'm just trusting. He's sort of, yeah, it's not like he runs poorly, you know, sort of doesn't win, but he'll be thereabouts. I just think the way the race will pan out, he'll be shooting through late and just get the run. Yeah. Um, dogs top here, mate. I'm going to go Master Jamie. So I uh, I don't mind that this horse is super consistent. Graham Green, the, uh, the North Queenslanders are back. He's already got a Stradbroke start, but... I think realistically they sort of know where this horse is at. Um, look, it's going to be a great story if it runs well in the Stradbroke, but these sort of lead-up races is probably where they want to pick up their dough. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. if they can, you know, Vega One's obviously on track for the Stradbroke, um, but we'll, you know, need the runs. He's a go-forward horse. If we can put a few to bed early, um, that big old Graham could come down and pick up 75k for a nice little Saturday outing, which is a pretty good little reason to have a horse ready to go. Just can't trust Kylese. I think Le Parmier is a bit of a you know a, a step below those top two Vega One and Master Jamie, mate. So yeah, I'm going at the big North Queensland on top there in the main event. It's going to be exciting nonetheless. Yeah, it should be a crack of that race. Looking forward to how a few of them come back, mate. And uh, I was going to say you. I mean, a no wins maiden, 1,400 metre to finish us off. 57 <laughs> in, the, in the field, mate. Um, geez, go through the who's who. We've backed most of these at either bloody bush tracks or they've come to town with a heap of hype and haven't done an absolute bloody thing. Um, that's what we're looking at. I'm not going to bore the mugs out there with the prices and names of horses. You're going to have a winner. I'm going to have a winner. I'll let you go first. Yeah, the one that jumped off the page was nailed it, man. I think Lloydy backed that last start at that poison odds are like a dollar ninety at um at, at Mackay wherever it was. But um I've said it with Westlink, mate. Um it's done nothing wrong this prep. Um first up it's no good. Um as on the slop as well behind Shijin on that real shifty surface at Doombin. I think it was about a five length second, but you just put a pen through that. Um Huxtable gets on board on Saturday with the one and a half kilo claim. The pace is drawn out, so I'm hoping they come across, and that tends to whip them up into a bit of a frenzy up front sometimes. So, and and they just hopefully just go absolutely mental up front. Um, I'm going to need a fair bit of luck though because he's a sit back run on horse, draws in five, so he's going to be in behind them. So it'll be strap yourself in third up, and we're going to need the gaps late. But I think Westlink is overs at twelve dollars and three eighty in a crazily open a field yeah it's exactly that mate and these are the fields that you get a bit of value so that's why i'm going the second favorite in the race which is great insight by myself i'm going to stick with the dark i've uh, i've pointed him out the last couple of starts there um two starts ago you know third behind slow hands which was a pretty good run that day then dropped back to the fourth start of farm um, and just found one better in Alpen Dorada, which is another great uh, headbanger of a horse, but <laughs> just sits forward on pace. So I think uh, I think this field's probably a bit more, I wouldn't say lesser of a field, but there's probably a bit of difference between, you know, the top three or four in the market than the bottom three and four in the market, put it that way. Um, and the dark's just not going to be stuck behind 15 horses trying to, to get luck in these big fields. So that's how I'm finishing the day. Not a lot of confidence, but uh, by that stage, we're going to jag. Mate. We're having fun, really, at the end there, isn't it? Oh, yeah, mate. We we'll, would we'll have had six or seven winners by that point, so there's no problems at all there. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, so, look, Mugs, it's been a big week from us, of course. We've got the Group 1s coming up soon, their podcast version. 
But we finish with a bang, and that's Beans Banger, as we do each and every week, mate. What have you got for us from Eagle Farm there on Saturday? Mate, race to Stella Magic for me. I'm hoping I haven't stolen yours. I think it could be it could be a bit that way. No. But, um, yeah, Stella Magic, mate, on top. Beans Banger. Uh, yeah, no, look, I, I'm, I'm very keen on Stella Magic, and we've had some uh, some – Big thumbs up from the stable as well. But I'm going to stick with the month book process, mate. It jagged. Well, on it, mate. We're one from one. We we chucked in barefoot last week. Um, unfortunately, we didn't back it because we thought it's just going to be an Eagle Farm horse. And it comes out and dicks them. So I'm going to stick with the process. I'm going to put unbiased there as Moz's must have in race three. I do like the big boys' chances there on Saturday anyway. So I'm happy to make a pretty strong case for it. Yep. Sounds good, mate. Love it. Beautiful. Um, I don't think we're only... TJ Golan runners this week. Oh, well, Vega one is, but yeah, I think it might be the only one. we to keep the sponsors happy out there, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Keep the sponsors happy. All right, mate. So, look, that's enough from us. Stay tuned to the website, the Facebook group, Instagram. We chuck it all up there for you guys and girls to absolutely rip in and tear the bookies to shreds. Cheers, mugs.